On today's Locked on Jayhawks, the Bill Self news, KU wins the Big 12 quarterfinal, and now they move on to the Big 12 semifinals. Jam-packed show with Locked on Jayhawks. You are Locked on Jayhawks, your daily podcast on the Kansas Jayhawks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Derek Johnson, you can hear me as well. Rock Chalk Sports Talk, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. on KLWN in Lawrence. Uh, Friday's edition of RCST is just going to be 3 to 4.30. That's because we have KU in the Big 12 semifinals against Iowa State with pregame starting at 4.30 on KLWN. Thanks for making Locked on Jayhawks, though, your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get any of your podcasts. And on today's edition of Locked on Jayhawks, we're going to be going over the Bill Self news. We're going to be going over a shorthanded Kansas, like sort of. I mean, Kevin McCullough still played, but coming off the bench, finding a way to get through West Virginia in a very impressive win. Moving on to the Big 12 semifinals and then a little preview of KU Iowa State. So a uh, loaded show here with Locked on Jayhawks. But first, this episode of the show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. KU wins their Big 12 quarterfinal matchup with the West Virginia Mountaineers, but certainly the biggest storyline, the biggest news coming into the day was the health of Bill Self. So uh, there were some, I would just say rumors, I guess, starting to swirl about this late Wednesday night. And then uh, Thursday morning, uh, I know there was a couple people who maybe jumped the gun a little bit on social media and were saying um, that it was like a heart attack or that it was uh, maybe like a, um, I saw some people saying it was, I don't know, this or that, whatever. Uh, Point is, it was not. And this is why you don't jump the gun on stuff like that. And also, um, probably not great that there were rumors swirling about it on Wednesday night and that you had people saying stuff because... So uh, just to be clear, a lot of people don't know what HIPAA violations are. They think that you just can't disclose anything medical. No, if if I just happened to be in the waiting room at KU Med and I saw Bill Self come through, I could talk about that. I could report on that. But if a doctor, if a healthcare professional leaks information about it, that is a HIPAA violation. So I don't know if there were some HIPAA violations going on at KU Med. I'm sure they're going to be doing a lot of board review and stuff on uh, how all that stuff got out. But uh, nonetheless, KU basically released a report uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, basically to quell away like the, no, it was not a heart attack. Uh, this is the exact release from KU because earlier in the day, they released something saying he wasn't going to coach the Big 12 quarterfinal. People were wondering, obviously, the, the number one thing here was just, is Bill Self okay? Like the human part of it ahead of the sports part of it was is and it was way more important. Um, but here's the release that they sent. This would, was their kind of second release on it. Kansas men's basketball coach Bill Self will not coach in the remainder of the Big 12 tournament. And uh, here is the statement from University of Kansas Health System and Self. KU men's basketball coach, Coach Bill Self, is a patient at the University of Kansas Health System. Chief Medical Officer Dr. Steve Stites wants to clarify that Coach Self did not suffer a heart attack, as reported by some media. He arrived at the emergency department last night and underwent a standard procedure that went well. He is expected to make a full recovery. There will be no further medical details released for now. University of Kansas Health System, uh, Coach Bill Self said, I am very grateful for the overwhelming number of well wishes my family and I have received. I'm excited to get back with my team in the very near future. Now, 
totally know the the process. I've heard some things, but I don't want to talk about that stuff because a, it's just you know it, it's health thing. B, like I have no reason to jump the gun on stuff like this. But uh, if some of the stuff that I've been hearing, like he he should be okay long term and and everything's okay. But again, I I don't know everything for sure. So uh, you just you hope Bill Self is okay. You hope he's getting through all this uh, situation and. You wish the nurses well that are around when KU is playing their game, but no. In in all honesty, like um, you know, uh, the man is is above everything else here in terms of him just getting healthy and okay. And uh, they'll they'll stick with Norm Roberts for the Big Twelve tournament at least. We'll see how this impacts the NCAA tournament. But again, the health of an individual is is more important than kind of uh, the uh, the other stuff that that's going on here. Um, so uh, Norm Roberts filling in and. Man, I, I don't know what it is. The Big 12 tournament, like to a certain standpoint, has just been a pit of sucky news for KU in recent years. Like you think about all the big man injuries, you think about uh, the, the two COVID years, the one where nobody played and the NCAA tournament was canceled, the one where KU had to leave the tournament because they had COVID. This is obviously the worst of all with, with all the news. But um, yeah, man. Big, Big 12 tournament, not a good time for, for news if it's KU-related. That's certainly for sure. But uh, sounds like, again, according to that re release, everything is is going to be okay with Bill Self, but it certainly changes things in the short term. Um, the fact that they didn't they, – they just said he won't coach the rest of the Big 12 tournament, but they didn't say anything about the NCAA tournament, I, I don't know. I would imagine he's so competitive he's going to want to get back out there if he's cleared by the doctors, but also – uh, with something like this, you wonder if he would even be cleared at that point. Nonetheless, I I think, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious if that would uh, could affect their seating. Like if the tournament committee could say, well, we don't know if you're going to have coach self, so maybe you won't be the number one overall. But I don't know. That'd be kind of a crummy way to go about it. I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, we're going to get on to the game recap and then uh, the look ahead to the Iowa State game here in just a second. First, Jay has brought to you you bought FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one rated sportsbook app. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. You heard me right, 1K. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drained. Um, you can bet on the KU Iowa State line right now. It's it's KU minus four and a half, which seems like a big number to me. You, you won the first game by just two or three. You lost the second game by a lot. Um, I do expect KU to be way more energized than that second game. I think here's the play. If you think Kansas is going to win, you can get on FanDuel, Kansas by one to ten, because I think if they do win, it'll be a close game. You have a lot of fans in attendance for both teams. Iowa State's a good team. They make games close. They obviously played KU well. So if you think Kansas is going to win, take Kansas by 1 to 10 exactly, and you get plus 168. I kind of like that. Uh, you can also check out some of their player props. Those haven't come out yet as of recording, but they will be out before the game. Yesterday, I, I hit on Grady Dick over 13 and a half points. That was fun. Feels like he's back again. So uh, maybe pick your favorite player and player two and bet a couple of the, the stats because you can combine your bets for an even bigger chance at a payout with same game parlays. Don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more fanduel an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Kansas takes down West Virginia 
Uh, I think 78-61, the final score for Kansas moving on through the Big 12 quarterfinals. So I guess history on, on their side now. No uh, NCAA tournament champion has lost their first game of a conference tournament. And uh, since 2002, every national champion has made it to at least their conference tournament semis. So KU now continues on with that group of things. That's uh, always a positive. It, it was kind of a ho-hum win for Kansas. And I say that in the best way possible because for Kansas, you come off uh, a bad Texas performance. You come off two games before that where you played competition that, you know, the spreads, the some of the metric sites have KU win in both games, somewhere between like seven to nine points, and you win both on kind of last second possessions where it's like, okay, is this team not playing up to par right now? Um, I, I think looking back, th there is something to be said about uh, maybe the, the Tech and West Virginia games were closer than you'd expect because, A, those were both, you know, they were uh, teams fighting tooth and nail to get to the NCAA tournament, but, B, you had the pressure on your shoulders of, trying to win the big 12 title right and maybe that mattered and then the texas game you didn't have the mentality and everything but um it was nice to to get back to this point where you felt like okay that that's what they look like when they're really good right you led for over 35 minutes of the game you won by double figures um you just kind of were in control the whole way through the offense was electric for ku but a lot of it too was was led by the defense the defense did a really good job getting opportunities for the offense to get out in transition. KU shot 52% for the game. They shot over 60% in the second half, executed really well, got open shots. Uh, it was nice to see Grady Dick be aggressive and, and searching for his shots. Um, you really saw all the starters contribute scoring the ball. Like Joe didn't have an ultra efficient game, but he still contributed with like seven points. And for the most part, it, it continues to be a thing where if four of the five starters play well for Kansas, they're usually in really good shape. And, and that was the case again last night. Um, you won the possession game too. West Virginia came in number one in the Big 12 in offensive rebound rate. Well, you ended up with four more offensive rebounds than they had. You also had two less turnovers. And what, what makes the offensive rebound numbers even crazier is like you shot at a higher percentage than West Virginia. So um i guess you did have two less turnovers so that's that's two possible less shots but you shot at a higher percentage so in theory there's less of your shots that are available than theirs uh you led 16 to 2 in second chance points you led 52 to 36 points in the paint you were 13 to 10 in points off turnovers just across the board it was a really impressive outing for KU i don't know that it'll be a game that we look back on in 5 years and everybody remembers beating west virginia 78-61 i guess it is possible because you'll, you'll remember maybe more of the news around it with, with the Bill Self stuff, but it was just a ho-hum win, and that's that's nice to see, and uh, it was good to see Norm Roberts continue his undefeated streak at KU, getting to 5-0. and uh, it, it just felt like KU would get up, you know, 6 or 7. West Virginia would punch back. They, they wouldn't let Kansas get away. They'd keep it within a 4-6 to six point game, but eventually in the second half, KU had that kill shot that we're so used to seeing them have in the second half of games and expanded it too much. And they were able to kind of coast to the finish line from there. So just important to make you feel like you're playing well again. And certainly they did in that game. Goats of the game. Let's start with the good. Jalen Wilson, 
22 points. He was 9 of 17 from the floor, over 50%. That'll play. Uh, one of his first games over 50% in a long time. He had 11 rebounds, too. He also added two assists. And I think he started one for six. That would mean he finished eight for 11. That's been kind of a theme for him. He's maybe started a little bit slow games, uh, maybe had to feel things out, and then he really gets it going. And that was the case yesterday against West Virginia. He was really impressive. Grady Dick, it was nice to see him get back to a really positive way of playing. 18 points on 7 of 12 from the floor, 4 of 7 from 3, 3 rebounds. But above all, it was the aggressiveness of his shots. It wasn't just him getting wide open shots and taking them. He did get you know a couple open shots and, and took them and made them. But there were a couple where it was like, well, it's, you know, it's not fully contested, but it's a it's a semi-contested three. Like uh it's not a wide open look, but it's it's not a super covered look either. And, and that's been kind of a qualm that you're trying to work on with Grady Dick. One is is the movement without the ball and, and off the ball to free himself open. The other is, hey, I, I know you're being a good teammate and you're trying to get somebody else an open shot. But you shooting a semi-contested three is probably a better shot than a lot of guys on the team shooting an, a, a wide-open three, right? He's just that good of a shooter. And the rest of KU, you know, outside of like Dewan Harris, wide-open three is not as good of a shooter, right? It's it's maybe an average, below-average shooting team around him. So that was really nice to see the aggressiveness go up and him kind of get out of his rut from the previous two games. We'll see if he can uh, carry it over and, and have back-to-back games with the Iowa State game. Dewan Harris gets a good go. 13 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds, had a handful of steals. He has double-digit steals the last two games combined against West Virginia. So he's really done a good job picking his pocket. And he held Kedrian Johnson in check. Johnson went just three for nine for the game. That was after the game before he had like 15 points. Johnson was excellent in the first meeting, or, or not the first, the, the second meeting with West Virginia that was in Allen Fieldhouse. Um, but Harris kind of just ate his lunch and was so good on on really both ends of the court and, and doing everything for this team. He was really impressive in uh, kind of an open game. KJ Adams, I think it's a good go. 13 points. He was really good on the offensive end. Had some uh, nice and one plays or dunks. He had three rebounds, two assists. Uh, not not an overwhelmingly gigantic like statistic game there or anything, but I thought he played very well and had some good finishes around the basket. Uh, you heard from Eric Stevenson after the game from West Virginia, and he basically complimented how difficult Kansas is to stop in the pick and roll because they have a guy like KJ Adams who really makes uh, Kansas unique because it is a center who's able to roll to the rim, finish in traffic. It, it can dunk. He said that, you know, he's tough to stop because he can put his chin on the rim, but he's also a good passer and he can hit that little pop shot from right inside the free throw line. Uh, makes KU really dangerous in the pick and roll with, with him and both Dewan. The last good goat I have here is Norm Roberts. Uh, shout out to Norm, man. 4-0 in the suspension, but this one was even tougher. Uh, think about it like this. KU announced the suspension to, to Bill Self and Curtis Townsend. I don't remember how far it was from the start of the season, but it might have been a week or two. They had time to prep for it, and Bill Self was still around the team with, with some of the practices, just not the day of. For this, it sounds like the team didn't learn about it till the morning of the game, and, and this goes to the player leadership as well, but it's also Norm Roberts and the current coaching staff. I mean, you're talking about having to all of a sudden compartmentalize sort of and and realize and, and digest all that tough information and then go play a game a few hours later. And that that's really difficult to do. I think it helps having veteran leadership like a Jalen Wilson, like a Dewan Harris. 
and having these guys that can help out. But having Norm Roberts at the bench to be uh, that, that guiding presence when he took over early in the season is such a boon for KU to have that. Uh, I posted a clip on social media. It was of Norm Roberts or, well, it was of Jalen Wilson in his senior day speech. And he mentioned Norm Roberts and and how important he was to him and, and how he always would call out plays in the huddle uh, of the other team. And that just shows you the coaching acumen and, and the preparation that Norm Roberts does. And he does a lot of the scouts and everything. So, you know, KU was going to be prepared and they certainly were. And uh, they're in good hands with with Norm Roberts. Certainly you want Bill Self to be back. You want him to be healthy and everything. But shout out to Norm, who did uh, continues to do an excellent job when he has to fill in for Bill Self. All right. The bad goats. I can't really say the bench because Kevin came off the bench. And I know Kevin only had three points. He was dealing with the back injury, though, and. Played good defense. He had like seven rebounds. So, you know, Ernest was solid off the bench. So you can't say the bench. Um, I guess, I don't know, Bobby Pettiford, kind of empty calories in his quick minutes out there. I guess you could put that there. I guess you could put Joe Yesifu being a bit out of control. Like, I think he had three turnovers. One of them was, I think, Grady Dick's fault on a miscommunication, but it went to Joe. Um, And overall, like, Yesifu was a bit, uh, I don't know, Lucy Goosey, and he didn't play nearly as much as in the second half because of it. But he's still, you know, if you got seven minutes a game from Joe, I, I think you kind of take that. So I don't know. I don't really have any bad goats here. How about that? How about that? Deal with it. All right. We're going to uh, uh, finish up with our preview real quick of the Iowa State game. But first, this episode of Locked on Jayhawks is brought to you by Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier and you're looking for snacks that, you know, aren't candy or a bag of chips or something, and you want to eat something that still tastes good, Built Bar's perfect. Uh, they're 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, and many more. And they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, whopping 17 grams of protein. You can order them online at built.com. They show up at your door and boom, you're good to go. Or if you're, you know, a go getter, you want to go in person, well, boom, Walmart, Sam's Club. They both got them. You can head to your nearest Walmart today, pick up a uh, four bar box in the pharmacy section of bars like cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs, or you can head to a Sam's Club if that's nearby as well and get a 13 bar box if you really want to stock up. With hit flavors like brownie batter and churro, you can take me later with Bill Barr. Kansas takes on Iowa State in the Big 12 semifinal round. The Cyclones beat the brains in on Kansas the last time we saw the matchup between the two. Um, that was in Ames. I think 68-53 was the final score. It was a game that Jalen Wilson played well, but basically nobody else for Kansas played well. The game that was in Allen Fieldhouse saw Kansas win 62-60. to Now, no Caleb Grill for Iowa State, who struggled in the first matchup that you played against him, and he missed the final shot for Iowa State. In the second matchup, Grill had nine points. He just went one of seven from three-point range. And in the second matchup, it was, uh, I don't know, Iowa State took advantage of Kansas switching everything, and and they really hurt the the tagger, so to speak, the guy who's supposed to come over and get the guy rolling to the rim. Um, KU's been switching up their defense a bit since then, so... I wonder how much that'll help them in this matchup. Plus, they should just be playing with more energy. But in that last matchup, Jaron Holmes was really good. In both matchups, Osin Osin-E has been really dominant inside for Iowa State. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jalen Wilson had 26 for Kansas in, in the game in Ames. Nobody had more than eight points. And here's a little trivia for you. 
who was second on the team with eight points? Ding, ding, ding. Joe Yesifu. Congratulations. If you got it right, you get uh, no prize, but you do earn my my honor and respect. Um, so uh, one and one in the two matchups. But you know what's funny? I, I Coming into this Big 12 tournament, when we were previewing the path, I kind of said I, I think you'd almost rather play Iowa State than Baylor just because of the danger of those Baylor guards getting hot. But now that you're there, now that you're playing Iowa State, you're like, oh, man, they're going to have a good crowd in attendance. KU will have a good crowd as well. But now it's not going to be like an overwhelming KU crowd. It might be like a 50-50 split or, you know, 60-30, 60-40, whatever. Um, Iowa State did play KU well. So the biggest keys for this one, you got to defend Gabe Kalsher well. And the biggest challenge for that could be that Kevin McCuller, if he's still limited with the back or he can't, you know, play as well, then that's going to be a problem in, in trying to defend him. So it almost has to be a group and a team effort because I'd imagine Dewan Harris will be on, on Lipsy. But then again, Lipsy has been someone that teams have sagged off and not really played him super tight. Um, I wonder if you would put Dewan Harris on Gabe Kalsher and you'd almost put like Grady Dick on Tamir Lipsy and just have him kind of hang back and, and he can be kind of a help defender in the middle. I don't know if that would be the case or, or how KU will work it, if they're going to keep switching, if they're going to play straight up man-to-man, or at least on a few guys. It'll certainly be very interesting. Um, when you look at, at Iowa State, this is the number seven offense in the Big 12. They've really cooled off from where they were at the beginning of the year, but they're a really good offensive rebound team, so you have to be good on the defensive glass again. They're good at shooting threes. A lot of that is Gabe Kalsher. And then they're the number one defense in Big 12-only play. So a lot of your open looks that you had against West Virginia, they're not going to be there. But the, the number one thing you have to do in this game, Iowa State is number one in the conference. They are number one in both steal rate defensively and turnover rate defensively. They are also number two in the entire country in turnover rate defensively. Have to take care of the basketball. That means, Dewan Harris, have yourself a game. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm looking for in this one. And then how KU defends the post with Osani. Uh, but obviously, no Bill Self for this game. Uh, it could be a tight game. You, you expect it to be a tight game. You expect it to be a close game. So you don't have that advantage, maybe, of Bill Self with out-of-timeout plays and, and those little adjustments throughout a game. How does that affect things here? We saw Norm Roberts win a close game against Duke, and he was able to pass that test there. This will certainly be a tougher test than yesterday for Roberts. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Locked on Jayhawks. Pretty uh, jam-packed with information. We uh, will try to get you an episode for tomorrow to recap whatever happens in the semifinal. So uh, locked and loaded here with another edition. You can hear me as well on Rock Truck Sports Talk later today from 3 to 4.30. You can give me a follow on Twitter at D Johnson Radio. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts with Locked on Jayhawks. And you can also hit us up on YouTube. Have a good rest of your day. Later.